Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan. Welcome back. So now we're talking to Zoe Modicha and she's a singer, she's a songwriter, she's a producer. She's collaborated with some of South Africa's finest musicians, including Ladysmith, Black Mombazo, Tandiswa Mazwai, Johnny Clegg, Simpiwe Dana. The list goes on. Zoe, thank you very much for joining me this evening. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very happy to be a part of the show. Right. So, uh, I mean, you just have a list of accolades. And of course, you know, this segment of the show is, um, you know, concentrating on money. But we want to get people on that have done so much to find out how you got there and how money shaped you. So tell me, give me a little bit of your background. I mean, how did you become this massive star? Oh, geez, thank you so much. <laughs> I'm glad I can be seen as one. Um, I think my journey really starts off quite humbly. You know, um, I was born um, in KwaZulu Natal, uh, Durban, and I was raised in Peter Maritzburg by my grandmother and my grandfather. Um, and my idea of music really was just all the memories that created by myself and my family and my neighbors and the different beautiful kind of music that they used to listen to. Um, I was mesmerized quite early on by the effect that music had on people. And I grew, I grew into a position of wanting to get that for other people. So that's really my story in a, in a nutshell. Mm. It's, you know, it's, I, I, I love this part of the show purely because, you know, apart from the fact that we share each one's money journey, we um, expose such talent. And every week I'm just enthralled by everybody that I speak to because there's such amazing talent in South Africa. I mean, you're an artist and often, I mean, people talk about you and they say that you're often challenging the status quo. Tell me about that. I am so I'm so happy to hear that I can be seen that way. Um, I think I challenge the status to myself. Um, I'm always trying to uh, break my own personal boundaries and find different ways to express and create. Um, and not just musically, but with fashion and image and messaging, um, because I think it's important that um, South African and African brands and music known as something that is not a monolith and that we are able to diversify ourselves and we're able to be innovative in the way that we create. So I'm really glad that I, I can be seen in that kind of light because um, I, I think it's something I I try to look at. But, you know, more than anything, it's just trying to express music in the most honest way and come up with creative ideas that sometimes come from financial limitation. Um so it's beautiful that it creates that world as well. When you talk about financial limitations, I mean, yes, you grew up with your grandparents and then, you know, you um, you went on to uh, the National School of Arts. I mean, what was it like? I mean, you left grandparents and you came to um, uh, you came to Johannesburg. Um, were you on your own? I mean, what did you have any struggles with money? Um, I think my, my story is always such a a layered one to tell. Um, there's definitely a lot of things that happened in the gap between living in KwaZulu-Natal and relocating to live with my mom, who was um, a single mother and a working mom, um, and then going to boarding school at the National School of the Arts. Um, I think I, I have been 
put in a position, um, a privileged position, privileged position of being able to have access um, to even the idea of music education. You know, I realize that that is a privilege that not a lot of people have access to. And I have to thank um, a family that had come to so many of my Crest shows um, and having to come watch me perform, seeing that, and a mother who was hardworking who could put me in that position. Um, and I was lucky enough to be put in the musical space quite early on. So um, I'll be the little kid who had backtracks. Uh, backtracks are basically music with no um, singer. Um, and I'd sing at performances. Um, Usually it was where my mom was working or a company she was working in. And, you know, that started creating little circuits for me where I could have earnings quite early on before I even went to high school. So by the time high school happened, there was a little bit of professional work that had had been done. How important was that for you? I mean, it it almost feels like you were guided um, because you were earning a bit of money um, now to manage that. I mean, did you have that? I mean, at that young age, being able to manage that? You know, I'm I'm really just thankful that I had um, a mother and a family that encouraged me to save. Mm-hmm. Um, because as much as I was doing a lot of these corporate and forming and offering entertainment, I was always encouraged to save that somewhere, you know, and not use it when I get it. Um, and I found actually um, with that that I won a few competitions as I was growing up, and all that money went into my savings and was responsible for funding my first album. Um, so it really was beautiful to even be able to be in a position to save that money and to have those kinds of things instilled quite early on, um, just to have a respect and a healthy relationship with money. You know, I always say that it's it's very different when you are actually when you talent, right? Um, you know, you uh, freelancers, you are working for yourself. If one day you lose your voice, you basically lose that income. Everything is lost. It's not about you using your hands. It's not about you using your legs. Your voice is gone. It's done. There's a lot of pressure in that. Um, and I, I, from, I'm trying to understand for you, I mean, did you feel that pressure that, you know, you need to actually make sure that you need to take care of yourself, not only health wise, but financially, because if any day something is to go wrong, I mean, you know, not even talking about that big, um, you know, God forbid, like a disease, but just if you have flu and you're unable to sing, then what do you do? I mean, you know, it's was there a stress uh, when it came to the finances? Did you? It, it sounds like you managed that really well. Um, you know, it, it would be quite dishonest of me to say there haven't been financial strange financial strains because of the kind of work that I do. Um, when it comes to the voice, I mean, um, I think it was the top of this year or the end of last year, I was actually having um, vocal problems um, that I needed to attend to. Um, and it could have been a variety of things from fatigue to stress to not taking care of myself. Mm. And that really did take me back, you know, um, into having to really exercise a lot more um, self-care with, with how it is that I engage my gift. Um, but it also put me in a position of really going into what it is that I'm doing. And I think primarily before anything else, and even before the music, 
um, I'm passionate about the idea of telling stories so that always takes the forefront and God forbid if the voice were not to be the avenue that I would use or be able to tell stories with I'm sure that I would come up with other innovative ideas to be able to tell stories you know so I lean on that um, and it allows me not to exist from a place of fear but from a place of kind of welcoming the unknown whatever that is um, mm. and it, as, a, as, a, as a freelancer it is very challenging to you know, we. I have a lot of friends, um, young peers who are fashion designers and who exist in different spaces who are freelancers. And when we were having a conversation once, I was explaining to them that one of the challenges that I have is the not being able to afford my own ideas. Um, and to just break that down would be to say that, um, you know, as creators, as Practitioners, we have plans and ideas planted inside of who we are about how we want to reflect the human life and life back to people, you know. And sometimes it's so whimsical you feel like you can't put it in place. So um, having to exist within those limitations and create, and still be able to create magic worlds for people um, with those limitations becomes one of the most Changing, but one of the most beautiful things to be able to do. And I find in some ways that some of the financial constraints allows for creativity that wouldn't necessarily exist if everything was given to me on a, on a sort of platter. And I say that with a pinch of salt um, because I think it is important to still encourage um, just financial wellness um, in the art world. But I'm grateful for what I've been able to because of perceived limitations it's so true though um you know when you say that um and even though you say with a pinch of salt but i do think that sometimes our hardships shape us and uh, sometimes it goes you know the wrong way but in most cases those hardships teach us really valuable lessons um and to cherish certain things and you know to take care of certain things to make sure that there's a plan um and it actually helps us become stronger people so yes you know sometimes the financial struggles actually shape us um but yeah but you know you've 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 now you know you've shaped and you're moving forward you've become a businesswoman and i mean you just have so many things under your belt apart from just singing tell me about um the rest of this journey what does it look like um i think the rest of the journey to me just looks like Storytelling, you know, mm. being able to reflect life back to people. Um, and I'm in a space this year where I'm looking to diversify what that looks like. So outside of Zoe Mudeja, the singer, songwriter, and performer, I want to be able to collaborate with brands that relay the messages that I relay, you know, um, as a way to also continue the legacy of what it is that I'm doing. Um, whether that's a clothing brand, whether that's a handbag brand, you know, there's a lot of collaboration I'm excited to to be working with. Um, and I think that that is my forward, but at the root of everything, it's just telling beautiful stories, reminding us of, of just how beautiful and powerful we are. Um, and that we're all we're all in this world to, to contribute something and not just to be spectators of the Zoe's of the world, but to actually be encouraged by that, to realize that we have something to bring into the world, you know. So, you know, that's my story, but the rest is still unwritten. 
it's such an interesting story that I think we should follow because, as you say, it still needs to be written. It's it's you know it's still coming but going back to the money issue i mean obviously you've saved you've listened to that advice that your mom gave you um and you save have you taken care of the future i mean what you know is retirement sorted do you make any investments what do you do with your money apart from pumping it back into the business what else do you do with your money um i think at the point now where the main primary thing i mean i'm at the level now where the main concern is investing back into what it is that I do um, and I will say that that is the biggest investment that I have and with regards to investing in other spaces I have bought a few shares here and there um, wow. so everything is primarily and again that's 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 thanks to my mom and my and my family and how they look at you know, because I think sometimes even what we do as as art practitioners can be seen as unstable. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful that I come from a people that haven't left that imprint in me. Um, they always encourage me to fly and to challenge myself. Um, the idea of being able to put money in different places has always been a thing. So me being able to have shares in different places helps. Um, and I was trying to get into a space of also investing in artwork, but it is a very expensive thing um, to engage. Um, I've just been slowly trying to support um, the work of peers and, and we'll see how that goes. But um, I'd honestly have to say that my biggest investment is my work right now. Well, we wish you all the luck, uh, Zoe, um, with the rest of your story telling. I'm uh, I'm intrigued and I'd like to listen to a little bit more um, as you go along um, and as you find your identity and as you come up with new things and as you continue to challenge the status quo. Thank you so much for your time this evening. Thanks so much for um, joining me on My Money and Me. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan. Rewinding, Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.